G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt. We're here to review the Kembla Grange meeting. We have the three group twos and the Shiraco to Theo Marks and the run to the Rose. And here to join me to help us through it is Mark Sheen, Mark Roden and Rob Scurry. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. You saw him well in the previous show. Uh, did you have a overall successful day? Uh, yeah, got away with something. Uh, mucked a few races up, but um, yeah, got away with a result at Kembla again. Um, Luckily, they're racing there because my figures at Rosehill aren't good, so I'm happy they're out at Kembla. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get to uh, the week ahead, obviously, towards the end, but a little bit of rain forecast for, for Randwick as per usual by the sounds. It seems like every time we've got a, a Randwick meeting on Saturday, there seems to be some rain floating around your way. Um, Mark Roden, welcome. The weekend for yourself, how'd you find it? Um... No, I struggled a bit. I got a couple of races wrong. I, I didn't do too much damage over the across Kimberley and Goulburn, but it had been quite a good week, but just finished slightly behind on Saturday, unfortunately. But I thought there were some reasonable performances on a pretty fair track. Yep. And uh, Rob Scurry, welcome to you. Uh, we will get to the last race, but love tap. Just a quick word on one of your old favourites. <laughs> well, I'm glad I had something on him or I would have, you know, been headed for the gap. Um, it, it was, uh, yeah, look, King Shear was gone on the corner and, you know, I was, I was praying um, that, that it would hold on and it did. Um, always been a good lookout and, yeah, I think I backed it. Um, I'd still be down on, on the units probably, um, but it was good to get away with something. I thought the track played really, really well. Like um, Exceltic in an early race, like circled from last and just about got there. So you could kind of win from anywhere, I thought. Yeah. Let's have a look at race five. We'll go through races five through ten. Race five with Dulcify. The favourite was Tiger of Malay. Uh, it's run second there off an even tempo because Gianna stalked it and managed to run over the top of it late. Uh, Royal Royal Zell was third there. But uh, the even tempo, Rob, I'll start with yourself uh, looking at him on the limited parade that you have and uh, going into the race. What did you, you make of this bunch? Look, um... Tiger and Malay, he paraded very well again. It just just seemed a, just a little bit short for me with, with what was, might be a dodgy map, but it turned out um, J-Mac, I think it was J-Mac who was riding it, yeah. did really well and got him in a beautiful spot. And, you know, I thought he was going to be the winner. Um, I was on Royal Zell, who actually I got a bit excited around, around the corner. I thought that was going to be right in the finish. Um, it, it was just it was just a bit, bit weak late, I thought, for, for the run he had. And, you know, big odds were still available. Uh, my old plotter Aaron Quir ran four, so he's showing something towards the spring champion. Reminds me a bit of a, a horse called Hampton Court, who was a, also a bit of a plotter, but turned out to, to be a Group One winner in the, in the spring champion, uh, beating first seal. Yep. Uh, Mark Sheen, your thoughts here on the three-year-olds? Um, yeah, I think the winner just got into a good spot. He jumped and, and put himself into the race a bit better than he had in his previous couple of starts. Um, Tiger and Lane just had to do that little bit of work early, and I think just having the drop on him in the run um, probably meant the difference at the finish. They're probably in the B-grade, gloaming sort of champion stakes group. Whether Tiger and Malay will actually stretch to that distance, still probably a little bit of a question mark. Thought Arna Kerr was good from the back, just got in a very awkward spot from the 800, and oh, I agree with Robbie, looks more like a spring champion sort of type. Away from that, uh, yeah, pretty ordinary race. I think Silent Impact, very sturdy in the yard before the race, bit uh, bit keen in the run, so um, it probably was set a task going to that 12 to 15. Uh, he may improve, he settles down in the yard before his next run, so a bit of a question mark over him, but Giannis was first up 1500, so hard to knock. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mark Roden, does anything stand out here to you? Uh, 
not particularly. I thought, yeah, Giannis jumping well was the key to the result anyway. Um, yeah, he was always going to be in the finish after he jumped that well and took up such a good position. Um, silent Impact handed up to the stable mate, AC Express, which allowed Tiger of Malay to get in, which I hadn't forecast, and I thought he'd probably win after getting that yeah. run. And therefore, I thought he was really disappointing, to be honest. I thought he was better than that, but that outside lead in a, in a really soft pace uh, and wasn't able to hold off Giannis and, and actually looked under pressure as soon as they straightened, really. Uh, I, too, was on Royal Zell, who looked the winner. Just um, couldn't get it done, unfortunately. It wasn't a bad bet at the price, but uh, needed J-Mac. That's, you know, he's probably the link, link and a half difference um, required there. But, yeah, very much B-grader. Zona Kerr's run on uh, again. I mean, like I said, they're, they're not much good. Giannis has probably got upside because he was first up. And Anna Kerr probably wants further. And also, you're not going to have to be very good to win those second-class three-old races from here on in either. Yep. Okay, let's have a look at the Scirocco Stakes uh, Group 2. Over the 1,200, even tempo here, 1.8 lengths fast to the 600 on punning forms data. Uh, the favourite, Entrevier, has managed to just, again, it's proved it's too good for the, for the rest of them. Uh, Fatus was second, coming from behind, back in the field. Couple of big splits there on the way home. Marbusha field third. Um, Rob, have you managed to see this horse in the flesh so far? Yeah, I saw it the day it got it got beaten when um, I think Roden got a great price yeah, about it, and it right. just got done by maybe Marbusha might have beat it that day. I, I, I can't quite remember, but it ran it ran second and a Randwick meet. Yeah, it's, it's a nice type, and, and it seemed to look really good on the tally, and uh, they came for it, and. Um, I, I I can't get anything out of this written beauty. She seemed to be pretty good on, in the parade, but she's raced, I thought, a bit fiercely. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with her. And she's got ability, but she's got a bit of a mind of her own. Um, but the winner, um, the winner is just just you know genuine. Should be able to go up and trip in a race like um, whatever it used to be, the Storm Queen or whatever it's called, the 1600 meter race that Elise won. That might be right up her alley, and if she gets a soft track or. It's likely will be a soft track at Randwick. Uh, even if it doesn't rain, it'll probably be soft. Uh, that's um, a race that she looks like well well set for. It was uh, Fasika, Rob. Fasika knocked it off in the Sapphire Stakes. Oh, I remember. I yep. had a terrible trial. Looked at, looked a million dollars, and I, qu- I saw the trial, and I was like, I couldn't back it off the trial. <laughs> Never again look at trial. <laughs> All right, Mark Sheen, your thoughts here on the Scirocco. You're able to follow anything yeah, out of this race? Uh, I, I did think the track was starting to cut up on the inside by about this stage, so I think the winner ended up in the in the right spot. Um, look, she was first up and just off the parade on the TV. She looked ready to go, got into a good spot, and always travelled. I think for twos was was excellent, had to drag right back towards the rear. Um, Marbusher, okay, first up, just lacked the dash of the winner at, uh, at the 200 metres. I don't know what you say about the other beaten brigade here. I think they were just outclassed. I, th- I think the winner will probably try and get into the invitation, the new race, actually. Um, and uh, she keeps winning, so it's hard to knock her, isn't she? she if she doesn't win, she normally runs second. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Mark Roden, are we just waiting for some of these horses to end up at Flemington down the straight, namely Written Beauty and Marbusha? I suppose so, yeah. <laughs> I think on Trivia is just a bit better than that group yeah. of Australian mares. But she got into the, I mean, she had one a long, long way out, I thought. Um, it was a bit like Zaki in, in his race last week, you know, just got into a beautiful spot with nothing around him, you know, and travelling beautifully. And uh, yeah, she was able to let down and put him away. Great run for Toos again. She's going really well. Um, just looks to be a racing style now. So just going straight back and all going back for cover at the very least, um, which 
can prove costly results-wise, but she is certainly racing well. And, yeah, I, I, yeah I'm pretty much done with the rest of them. I'll yeah. just turn up with it. Okay. Uh, race 7 on the card is over 1,300 metres. The Mark Stakes, for, which was a group 2 there. Uh, look, chat, um, everyone's probably least favourite horses. Got over the top of Embracer here. Big parade. Ran third after trying to lead on an even tempo. They went one length, one length fast to the 600. Uh, Rob, your thoughts here on hindsight with the, the Theo Marks. Obviously, Ice Bath is in the race as well. Yeah, there's a few horses I like here. Um, look, I, I got a bit lucky because I thought Big Parade was a good thing here. And, and hats off to, to Mark Sheen on the pre, on the preview saying uh, he's, he's, he's a, he's a worry. Um, stringing a couple together, but um, yeah, he got too short, so I couldn't back it. So I was just left. Uh, it was as a stay out race. Um, I, I think private eyes are forgive. I, as you said, it's an even pace. Um, you know, embraces run. Embraces looked the winner at the 300. I thought he was just 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 sitting on it, Regan, and, and it, you could see the favourite was in trouble. Um, like, we'll just wait for Ice Bar. She'll, she'll go around again. Maybe she's the bit of a competition for the Kiwi Mare. Uh, certainly on a softer track, um, I think they they might put. You know, they might that might be a decent race. Yep, Mark Shane, how do you see this race? Well, what do you make of the format of this race? Mm. Um, Chat was pretty disappointing the start before when he sat just in behind them in a slowly run race. The tempo was pretty similar on Saturday. And then he's come down the outside with a, an apprentice on no claim and, and gets the money. So this could just be a, you know, put the pen through the lot here. Big Parade doesn't run too alike. Private Eye, to my eye, he looked like he got a bit sweaty again, which is not very good for him. But um, maybe he just needs a bit more cut out of the track. He was struggling a long way from home. He did make up a bit of ground late. But I think um, going forward, I think Nimalee's the only one to follow here. She looked a bit fat in the parade to me. Drag right out the back, made good ground late. Once she gets up to 1,500, 1,600 metres, it'll be more up her alley. So I've got huge question marks about this race going forward, but Nimalee's certainly, from my point of view, the one to keep an eye on. Mark Roden. Chat, does, oh, chat does have all-time left. All-time legend form, Chad. <laughs> I was just going to ask Mark Roden, is this one of those sick SP jokes? Uh, chat started shorter than uh, Ice Bath, Private Eye, Embracer in the show county quality. Yeah, I back him too. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose if you, if you give him one, bad one, he's run second in the missile, the Fobbit will, you know, finished in front of a seeker and holding company start before just that yeah you didn't have to go far too back in the form got to find him and he should have been shorter than 40s i suppose but uh, it was a strange race i said to someone straight after the race of um and like rob I, i've ducked big parade because he got in too short yeah. um obviously big last up figure but i said to someone oh he's clearly gone too hard here you know he was leading by three and he was gone at the 300 so my first thought is he's gone too hard and you look at the data and there's no other way to slice it the, the pace wasn't that hot it, it yeah, visually he looked like he was going too fast, but he actually wasn't, I think. Yeah, yeah, maybe he was just maybe he was over racing a bit, but uh, on the clock he wasn't no. doing himself any harm, uh, or shouldn't have. Um, yeah, so just a really strange race. I had something on Nimoli, who was obviously a run short, but great run, got home for fourth, I think. Um, but but it had a similar sort of task to chat. It was probably a couple of lengths or two or three lengths behind it in the run. Very good effort, chat. But yeah, I mean, he's a bit schizophrenic too if he's you know. <laughs> Every second run for him, by the look of it at the moment. So uh, a strange race, struggling to get my head around it, to be honest.
Okay, let's have a look at the run to the rows for the three-year-olds. Group two, uh, even speed here, 1.5 lengths fast to the 600. Remark was backed into favouritism. Uh, almost, well, loomed for a good portion of the straight there, but Animo, uh, despite the drift, was able to get the job done. Rob, uh, you did make mention that you wish you didn't see Animo parade. Yeah, look, it, it looked forward enough, but it's just, just a bit culty, getting a bit sweaty around the neck. It was a warm day out there. Um, and, you know, it's not the first time that Godolphin horses um, look a bit underdone and then run really well. Um, the the favourite, oh, I've taken it on every start remark. Um, it, it, it does does the wrong things in the parade. And, um, yeah, it, it's never going to be one of mine. I, I think we can even call it a boom horse, but it's run well again. So it'll have admirers uh, next start. But, you know, I think the winner's the only one you to follow. Um, seems to have the golden rose at its mercy. Um you know, where to from there. Um, just don't run it in the Everest. It's just, that would be a very, very, very bad idea. Um, it will get its heart broken. It will get eaten. Okay. Mark Sheen, your thoughts here on the three-year-olds? Yeah, look, I had a little bit of a different take here. Coming to the race, I was going to risk Animal. I was already on remark, but um, even though he did sweat up in, in the parade, I, I thought he looked very forward uh, considering there was talk about him having a setback and to my eye, Converge was as 15% of the market and looked in foal. So uh, I actually, it saved me. I was on the market and, and got out of the race, uh, luckily. So uh, I think Converge looked awful. Stay inside. Well, he's probably one runoff going to going to be a stallion. Um, I think the winner's one with a bit up the sleeve there and surely only gets better once he gets over further. So he just might be the dominant three-year-old. Well, yeah. he will be, I think. Yeah. And Mark Roden, anything to add there? Not really, yeah. Did, just, just did enough out of my really. I mean, and that looks like his platform. He's going to step off that, and, and he's already better than most of his three-year-old competition. I agree with Rob. I don't think the Everest is a right race for him, but, I mean, there's just so much money on offer. We've seen, we've seen horses like Arcadia Queen in the past have their preparations completely skewed towards races like the Everest and Golden Rose. I mean, yeah. She was a four-year-old at the time, but um, she clearly should have been going for the Cox Plate that prep, and they just changed it all up. Um, I don't think Animo should be going to the Everest, but that's um, none of my business, I suppose. Remark, look, he's, he covered a bit of ground in the run. Um, he might have more to give, but I couldn't... I, don't, I think Animo, and even uh, under the right circumstances, Paul Ely might be just a bit better than, to be honest. Uh, in the Congos, had every chance... Yeah, not, not a great deal to say about the others. Capricorn's going to be better over further, but it's going to run into Capricorn into Animo. So, yeah, I think it's uh, clearly the one to be with out of the race, but um, that's hardly an original thought. Yeah, that in the Congo, he's a genuine little bugger, though. He does try yeah. and he's got a good racing pattern, professional. Right. And, yeah, you know, maybe a race down the straight like um, the Coolmore might not be beyond him. Well, the thing is, he will, he will run 1,400 and he's an on-pacer. And and I reckon personally, I think the fence was slightly off by this stage. So um, I, I think he was in the worst part of the ground. The, the one thing I probably should mention before leaving this race is that it was interesting to hear what you said about Converge because he, I think I was talking on Friday about how you know Gay, Gay and Adrian given those solid trials which really seemed to bring them on, and I thought he might fall into that category. But 
on looks, obviously not. And and that's the way he raced too. He blew out. Yeah. Well, actually, he, well, he didn't really peak till Queensland, which was like like five or six runs into preparation, wasn't it? Like that's I true. thought he still might hold some residual, but he looked off in the coat to me. Maybe I was overthinking it, but just his parade looked off to me before the race. He raced like that too. I think. Yeah. One to keep an eye on then over the next couple of starts. Uh, race nine was a benchmark 88 over 1,200, and of a slow tempo, 4.8 lengths slow to the 600 here. Uh, Count Barupi's been thereabouts uh, in the first five runners there and managed to really gap them towards the end. Well done, Mark Sheen here. Uh, Rob, I'll start with you, though. Um, did you end up having an investment on this race? No, well, not for subscribers. I had something on myself. Um, just got in a lovely spot and um, look, look, looked a good thing a long way out. Um, I, I I couldn't see... It's an up-and-coming horse. Um, and from what I saw on the tally, it looked to pray well. It just, just, um, yeah, it just didn't rate well enough, you know, um, on our fingers <laughs> um, to, to, to suggest it bet to the, to the punters. But, um, you know... It, it's a progressive horse. He seems to be got a couple of goodies at Robert Price at the moment. Um, and, um, yeah, this, this horse, you know, it, it, it could continue to improve. I'm not sure there's much behind it, though. So maybe it's a bit of a suspect race. So I'm not sure. Yeah, Mark Sheen, no, just run us quickly through your thoughts uh, in picking this horse because you were very bullish on it on Friday. Uh, well, actually, I backed him first up last time in um, when he ran second in Marway, and I thought, Tommy Berry probably overdid um, the easing tactics that day. I know Marway bolted in front, but they were in very fast time and he gave him a big start. Um, I just thought with the claim here, uh, and, and I know that he'd won at 1,400 metres, but I think he's much better fresh at six furlongs. So just sort of get into a good spot there and things fell into place, luckily. So I think he was the winner a fair way from home. On Emanate, I should say. Just got into an awkward spot, and the rest of them, they seem to go around week in, week out, don't they? So he just had a bit of upside, I thought. Yeah. Uh, Mark Roden, are you looking at anything in this race with a, a view to follow? I think it should prove a pretty good form reference um, in benchmark class races, at least. Um, the, the time's been um, very good. I mean, it's run faster time than Animo and better better last 400, you know, better section, so... It's gone. It's gone super, and some of the ones behind it might be worth following too. I had something on Zushak first up for the new stable, who I mean was had every chance on pace and was beaten a long way, but kept kicking. And considering how you know fast overall time was, I'm sure there's a race for him. And just just anything out of the race, I think this is going to be one of the stronger races of its class as a form reference. But um, uh, this was I agree that, with Rob that this had it won a long way, and I thought it was just. Bolting, if it got any sort of clear run at them, it was going to uh, it was going to do what it did, and that's approved. Uh, well done, Mark. Um, I yeah, I didn't have a figure on him pr- prior to this. I didn't have a figure of this magnitude on him, and uh, I don't know, maybe I've got that wrong, but uh, he was certainly dominant. Okay, that brings us to the last, which was benchmark seventy-eight over fifteen hundred meters. Very fast tempo here, six and a half lengths fast to the six hundred, and Rob's old mate Love Tap uh, has managed to. To hold him off and, and in the end put a space on Al Maha and Knight of Power. Rob Scurry, take it away. Yeah, so there's a few horses I kind of like the look of in here. Um, Knight of Power is one of mine as well. Um, he's that, yeah, um, I kind of stuffed up the units for the uh, for the punters. Um, so it's just more of a saver for Love Tap than, than a winning result. Um, but yeah, look, he, he's, he's, a, he's a lovely looking horse out of this boom stallion. Um, I, I, was, I 
speaking to uh, Mark Roden about it a couple of weeks ago, I was like, ah, oh, you know, I've got this horse on type as, you know, re- you know, as a, wherever it's going to turn up. If it's turning up at a benchmark seventy odd race, it's got to be a bet, uh, just because on type it looks like a, you know, a group horse, and um, maybe it is. I heard Richard Treatman after the race saying it's it's got, you know, it's a really it's a real baby in the head. Um, but yeah, I, I've, I've seemed to have backed it every start, and um, yeah, I'm about square on it, I guess. But um, yeah, King King Shear, maybe fresh only. He was gone on the corner. Mark Sheen saying that the inside was off, but yeah, he made it hard for um, Brooksfire by by kicking up, pushing that horse out three wide. I thought it was a good ride, and I, I knew I knew that I know Brooksfire was dead um, in the run, but um, yeah, King Shear weak as water, and um, yeah, Nash, Nash kept this horse going and. He's, he's, he's probably got a future, but uh, he's a bit tainted to me. I don't know quite how to approach him. Okay. Mark Sheen, what are your thoughts here on the winner and the, uh, the beaten brigade? Yeah, well, um, well, he won the gloaming last year and started one of the favourites in the Champions Stakes, didn't he? He'd lost his way a little bit, but uh, he did have a tough run, I suppose, at Ramick where he set four wide in a limb and blinkers went on. So I suppose if you went looking for him, you probably could have found him. I, uh, unfortunately, my love affair with him had ended about... Uh, <laughs> 11 months ago when I was on him in the spring champion at the big odds. Um, Brooks Beer I was on, it was a horror watch. Um, he got nine to two there. We, we was looking very sick in the run and uh, dropped out. Uh, I thought Monaco wasn't too bad from the back, a long way out of its ground. But yeah, I think winner, winner went well. He stepped up and if maybe the blinkers have switched him back on. Yeah, Mark Roden, just quickly looking at his... Uh history here on punting form his best performances have clearly been on fast tempo races when he's been on speed i know he's settled back in the field in a couple of fast tempo races and hasn't fired at all but that seems to be his go doesn't it just put him on speed with a genuine tempo oh definitely and this was another one who you know was going to win a fair way out he was just just had a perfect drop on academy i think it was running them along a little bit and he's gone really well as well i mean you compare the just the more time of this to the dulcifiers run 1.3 something faster than it um admittedly of a much faster tempo but you know it's it's a strong performance you know and he, he's another horse that he gets he gets conditions to uh suit yeah he's i think he could win a group group three listed race for sure in open company um yeah books by the forgive and i yeah, don't really know what to say about the rest yep okay that's fair enough uh, that brings us to the end. I'll get a horse or two to follow from each of you. And Mark Shan, I'll start with you. Um, yeah, I thought um, in the run to the rose, I didn't mind Glen Eagle's run. It was back last, three wide and a limb, got into a bad spot. Thought it ran on okay. And I thought Nimalee was very good in the Theo mark. So uh, they're probably the main two to follow out of the meeting. Okay, very good. Mark Roden, horse or two to follow from yourself. I'll just say keep an eye in particular on horses out of that out of the um, Count the Rupee race. I think Count Rupee himself, if he maintains that form, can win better races. But uh, some of the beaten brigade, like Zushak, maybe down in class, or one or two others, I just think it's one of those races where they've they've done it on the clock and um, it can be followed as a form reference. Yep. And Rob Scarry, a couple of horses for yourself to follow. Uh, just like three rolls. I was pretty pretty obvious last week. Do you want to say Animo? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he should be winning wherever he goes next start. Yep. And um, oh, the other three, old, you know, I'm not going to give up on Arnaqua. Um, you know, he's a, he's, he's an on type. He's a, he's, he's a good horse. Um, and and maybe, you know, I'll get my Spring Champions money back this year. But on that Spring Champions, that you've got to watch that that when the rails out on that 
point turning track. I, I didn't think of that last year, but that was one of the reasons why Love Tap was absolutely none. It was just they just turn, 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 turn. You can't get in, and um, yeah, just barriers crucial. Anyway. Okay. Uh, you, gave, you gave us nature strip last week, didn't you, Rob? Yeah, I did. Yeah, nature oh, strip yeah. last. Yeah, I'm sounding like someone someone on five to eight. Um, but yeah, look, I got I got to get I got to get back to the, the races, like to just to, to you know look for that conditions improvement stuff like that. But I can't get there. I'm, I'm booked in for my backs and um, come on, uh, open it up, Gladys. Let's go. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, week ahead, Kensington, Kembley Grange on Thursday, Newcastle Friday, featuring the Gold Cup. Saturday, we've got Newcastle again and also Randwick for the Group 1 George Main as well as the Shorts and the T-Rows. Mark Sheen, good races ahead? Yeah, the Shorts will be an interesting race. So probably be a kick-off point for a couple of horses to the Everest, I suppose. So T-Rows continuing the fillies and, of course, uh, Group 1. I'm not sure who we'll end up with in that, that race. Um, but anyway, we'll wait for those to come out at about midday. Yes, indeed. Uh, Mark Roden, just a busy week ahead for yourself, as always. Yeah, Wednesday through Saturday, no rest for the wicked there. Yeah, the George Mate, I'm not sure who's... Because Zaki's off to Melbourne, isn't he, now? He's, yeah. So, Underwood. Yeah. Off to the Underwood. So, yeah, we'll see who turns up in the George Mate. Yeah, and uh, Rob, you'll join us again later this week to help preview the Saturday meeting. Uh, I, th- I think I'm going to drop myself after my performance on Friday. <laughs> it didn't add anything. Um, maybe maybe um, Dicko can, can come on, or, or AK Ron. Uh, he might get a run. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll, I'm, I'm, I'll be dark. I, I've been to um, every Newcastle Cup meeting, and um, I'll, I'll be I'll be pining for that. I'm just pining to get back to the track. Uh, really am. All right. Thanks, guys. Yep. Until later in the week, we'll catch you then to preview this meeting at Randwick. Uh, Go well, guys, for the week ahead.